from from the flyer we said the topic we are looking at today is a timeless new year resolution um let me just start by way of general question thrown to all of us if any one of us would like to share your new year resolution for this year or resolutions as the case may be or maybe you want to share the fact that you actually don't make resolutions which is also a possible correct answer but I would like to hear what resolutions any of us have made for the new year, if that's your thing. Um, and if you are willing to share it, it might be something private to you that you don't want to share. That's also good. If nobody's burning the cat, I'll call names. Unfortunately, I did not make a resolution this year. All right. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome, Good afternoon. David. Um, what, if still, what if you're still confused about a resolution? Does that count? Yeah, that's that's something. I just want to know where we are in terms of that. Either that you you don't do it, or you are still confused, or you are still trying to settle on one. <laughs> Damola, go for it. Okay, so personally. Uh, well, I set resolutions different times of the year. So it just happens to be that sometimes it also falls on January, which is the new month of the year. Yeah, so I mean, resolutions like, okay, for example, one of my late last year resolutions was going to be to, <clears throat> to stop eating late, which is not eating anything past 8 a.m. Sorry, 8 p.m., I mean, <laughs> 8 p.m. So yeah, before I usually eat as late as 10, 11, and all that, but now it's like anything after 8 p.m. I'm not eating anything every year anymore. So that's one of it. And then another one I just set like a few days ago. So it's not really like in another one I set a few days ago was I need to start exercising more, especially mm. to just boost my cardio respiratory endurance. Yeah, yeah. So for <laughs> those that just to make it in a simpler term, basically yeah. just to boost the rate at which I take in oxygen and breathe oxygen so that I would be less tired when I do activities. Yeah, I'm feeling less stressed. Wow. Please, Mark, can you please send a memo out to my husband regarding that? God bless you. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you, because looking at it, um, this is the memo. Like, like the highest disease causing, yeah, highest cause um, death causing disease in the world. Oh, so yeah, it's really mm -hmm. important and lots of people tend to, yeah, so basically just. Sorry, I'm just to... curious. Is there a specific type of exercise that helps that kind of, um, that is targeted at that? Yeah. Can you yeah, tell us, please? Simple kind of exercise, like this jumping jacks of doing ah. your hand this end. That's okay. The, yeah, and then, um, some kind of squat, like when you want to squat and then you stretch one leg and then you mm -hmm. bring it to a side, like you bring it to the next side, like your, your legs are apart and then your hands, and then as you go down, you bring the leg that is apart, you bring it to the, uh, and also jump side to side. Mm. You jump to the side, you jump to the next side. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. New Year resolution for us. Running on the spot, also. <laughs> I bet Thank you. Running is part of it. Running. Mm, yeah, I believe. Yeah, running is also part of it. Yeah, running. And walking. And walking. So... <laughs> 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 and, and climbing stairs and coming down the stairs. 
Just going home and coming, going, going home and going out. Yes, 28 <laughs> times. Cycling, <laughs> swimming, sports, yeah, basketball, just playing sports and all of that. This thing helps also. So, yeah. And then carrying dumbbells also to in, just to increase my bone density and maybe muscle. <laughs> That's nice. Thank you very much, sis. That would be nice. Someone yeah. is saying that we should have practical sessions. So, maybe. <laughs> It's would invite you this year can <laughs> although i think that one i just kind of like because i wouldn't say i completely scrap out the whole new res resolution thing mm -hmm. because over the years i feel like it's a, it's kind of works for me like i don't make it something i make it realistic basically because of course why would i say oh for example maybe i think in my head that oh i want to lose i want to increase to 60 kg before the end of this year uh for someone like me that's that's not realistic, basically. Mm. You want to increase to 60 kg by the end of the year. So I wouldn't set that kind of goal. So for example, one of the things I set for this year, which is reason why my year of, yeah, my 2022 year is called NSNS. And it says I want mm. to be more serious this year. So it's like managing my time better, mm. reacting to things on a more serious level than just being lax and yeah. That's right. That, mm. that makes sense. Well, then thank you very much for, for sharing that and also for educating us. In, yeah, so I, I've learned some couple of things. And someone is suggesting in the chat thread that pastors like to eat onjale ulua. Onjale ulua literally means <laughs> the Lord's Supper. But in other words, they, li they like to eat meat. Um, I don't know if it's a pastor thing, but I know I like to eat any time of the day because the heart is the Lord and the fullness thereof. <laughs> <laughs> but having heard all this from a medical point of view and a medical practitioner, then I think uh, <clears throat> I have some resettings to do. Thank you very much. Any other person would like to share their New Year resolution with us? I know, would you like to share your confused or your confusion about you? Um, I just said, mine is confused. It was, it was hypothetical, man. All right. Okay. 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 My resolution this year is actually to take things easy mm. and just let it flow, let it ebb out of me rather than any stress, stress, stressing thingy. And I'm also resolute in paying attention to the kids because I read somewhere that their age is where they're reaching a, they're reaching a certain age where they become exposed not exposed, enlightened, so to say. Mm. And they will make comments where, they'll make side comments on things that are important to them. But if you're too busy, you wouldn't hear that. Mm. So what does it bring to my attention is to, to read what they said they want to read 20 times, to help let them cook potato, fake put in the oven and pretend and do things. Just let them be them. And those places saying it would increase their sense of belonging, especially being here in the UK. So that's my utmost one. Then the rest would just flow around that one. That's why I said man silly be not confused. Like it's I don't have a set goal as I did last year. It's just flowing around. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for sharing. I think I can take one more. <clears throat> How come there is only ladies that have shared? Okay, let me look for a guy. <laughs> um, 
Nami Oshoro, are you able to speak where you are? I would understand if you are not able to, and then I'll call someone. Else. Yes, I am actually. Ah, that's good. Are you able to share whether you have a resolution or not? And if you do have, what it is? Uh, so I, I don't know if it's a resolution. It's just um, what I called the year and uh, which you know about, I'm sure. So for me, I called the year, um, I called it fulfilling purpose. Mm -hmm. but what I meant really is that uh, I want to be more purposeful. Like, I mean, I want to, I want to be sure that I'm doing things that uh, God actually, you know, wants me to do. I just mm -hmm. don't want to, I just don't want to do everything. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know where where that came from, really. But maybe I I feel like oh, um, I do a lot of stops, but then I want to I want to do things more purposefully. Yeah, makes sense. That was good. Thank you very much. <clears throat> now that that leads me on to what I call the timeless, um, and then in brackets, New Year resolution. The reason why the New Year is in brackets is for the very same reason that, um. Damola was given out that she said she doesn't necessarily make resolutions at the beginning of the year, but at any point in time. And I think that's that's more, um, it's just more realistic and more life in that sense. If you are just waiting until the beginning of another year to set your resolutions, you, you could just be setting yourself up to, to break those resolutions unnecessarily. But I have always operated by the principle of even when I say I want to achieve this and then I'm not able to achieve it, I continue. Just that simple promise or no, not promise, resolution of continuing. After you failed a couple of times and then you remember, oh, I'm supposed to not be eating again in the night, but I've eaten in the night for two consecutive nights. Okay, I will stop again and then continue my resolution for as long as. Yeah, so in that sense. <clears throat> but the timeless resolution that I actually have in mind as I was um, preparing for this meeting is the simple resolution of being better, doing, not doing more, but being better, being better in the sense of being a better representative of Christ, being, um, there's something called, like there's documents in church history at different points in church history in the past 2000 years, there will be some key um, statements of faith, if you will. And one of those kind of documents was written in England, sometimes in the 16th century, and was called, um, I think they called it the, the, the Canterbury Catechism or something like that. But it opens with, what is the chief, it opens with a question and then answers that question. Now, what is the chief aim of or chief end of being a human being? What's the real ultimate reason why we are here? What's the, what's the big deal about being us? What is man that thou art mindful of him? And then it goes on to attempts or those people that came together, these are church leaders, church fathers, authority figures back then, theologians and practitioners. And then they went on to answer that question by saying the chief end of man is, and this is me paraphrasing, is basically to supremely enjoy God and to give him glory. 
that's that's the way I could express and articulate it now. I could find it online and find exactly how it was worded, but it's something like that, that the chief end of every single one of us is to enjoy God as much as we can, delightfully, and give him glory. In other words, we are here all because of him, but not just all because of him. In a way, we are here because of him in a way that gives us the utmost satisfaction in a way that should potentially give us the utmost joy. I didn't say happiness, joy, delight, because joy is not rooted in what is happening. Happiness is rooted in what is happening. Something good happens, you're happy. But joy in the deepest sense of, I know who owns me and I know what I have in him. And because of that, pricelessness of what I have, the treasure of my being in a relationship with God, I get to enjoy such a blissful joy that other people that don't get in on that cannot taste. When the psalmist says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, Psalm 34 verse 8, it's alluding to something of that sort. And so for me, the timeless resolution, therefore, for each and every one of us is is, is to wake up each and every day wanting to be more intimate with our Father, wanting to enjoy God more, wanting to, to carry that delightfulness of being a child of God into wherever we go, whatever we do, whichever area of life that we focus on. And that's, that's a resolution to, to make and renew every single day. I think the song that articulates it clearly for me is a song we used to sing absent-mindedly on the assembly ground while I was in primary school. Day by day, my Lord God of thee, three things I pray, to see thee more clearly, to love thee more dearly, and to follow you more nearly, day by day, not year by year, day by day, even if possible, hour by hour, moment by moment, season by season, to see you more clearly than I saw you last year, to love you more dearly. And of course, if I see you more clearly, I will love you more dearly. It comes naturally. And if I do love you more dearly, my intentionality in following you more nearly would flow out of that. So that chain of seeing, of loving, of following, I see it as a timeless resolution for every child of God. It's the crux of being a disciple. It's the crux of being a child of God that we want to, to look back to two months ago and feel like, I think I'm a better representative of Christ today than I was two months ago. To look at myself and compare myself to two years ago and be like, I think I've seen Jesus more clearly over the past couple of years than before the past couple of years, if that makes sense. And I'm loving him more dearly and I'm following him more nearly. And I know that sounds might sound abstract to some of us, but this is something that can become tangible, something that can become palpable, real, very evident to us. How? And that leads me to at least one of the most timeless tools uh, of doing that, of enjoying God the way I've just kind of attempted to articulate. And that's through the scriptures, through the scriptures, through the word of God. 
The Bible is clear in Hebrews 1, 1 to say that God at diverse times in times past, he has attempted to make himself known by speaking through the prophets, speaking through our ancestors. It says, but in the last days, he has spoken to us by his son, Jesus Christ, who is like the express image of his person, the most perfect representation of who God is, who God is. We say sometimes that, what does God look like? And we know God is spirit, John 4, 24. But the closest to our human capacity to understand of a conceptualization of God will be Jesus Christ himself. He was, while he was on earth, I mean, the incarnate Christ, he was God in human form. And how do we get that information? Because we're not there. We get it from the pages of scripture. And so where I'm actually tilting towards and where I will land this conversation and open it up for discussion for us is whatever resolution you are making this year, bear in mind this ultimate purpose of all humans. Let me actually, as I'm sharing this, I will actually try and find that statement from um, that catechism that I was talking about, about what is the chief aim of man. And, and, and then we'll see exactly how it was articulated. But I'm saying that one of the timeless tools that can help us to get that, to, to, to begin to enjoy God in a way that you have not enjoyed him before, is through engaging more, engaging better with the scripture. Um, and so I'm going to then pose a question to us to say, if you were to engage more with the Bible this year, what would that look like? If you were to engage with God's word more intentionally this year, to the end that you can enjoy this koinonia deeper, better, more blissfully than ever before, what would that look like, given your context, given the fact that you as busy as you are, you have all the responsibilities that you have, given the peculiarities of the season that you might be in right now, what would that, what would that look like for you? And then as we are sharing that, we're also at the back of our mind then wondering what would that look like for us on the Mass Youth Group as a community um, in 2022 to be more intentional in our engagement with God's word, not losing touch with reality. Um, yeah, let me just, let me pause there and then just open the floor to us to say, if you were to make that resolution or add that to your resolution, it's actually a resolution we don't need to make because it is naturally demanded of each and every one of us to take up our cross, Jesus says, daily and follow me. That's what I'm explaining. And what would that look like for you, especially via the avenue of feasting more in that mirror wherein we see ourselves and we see our God more clearly so that we can love him more dearly and follow him more nearly. I don't know if I've made any sense so far in the few things I've shared, but I'll open that up or any contribution, addition, subtraction, multiplication, um, or any other tangents to it that someone might want to add as we gradually bring the conversation to 
Anyone? Okay, Dam Larry, go on. Okay, good evening, everyone, once again. Yeah. Engaging to, to the question, I think the question was like, how can, in your own context, how would you love to engage the scriptures more? Yeah. So that you can see God more nearly, and uh, following more nearly, more, mm -hmm. uh, more clearly. More following following more nearly. Yeah. Interestingly, that was, that was the prayer. That was the exact prayer. That was, those were the exact words of um, the, my baby post of, I think, was it two years ago? Or which year was that? Mm -hmm. So, when I keep seeing it in your, most of your January posts, I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. Okay, so, and also, this year, the word for the, um, part of the word I received is to observe and to do. Yeah. Observe and, and that word is from Joshua 1 verse 8 yeah. and so, so so I've been receiving um a prompt to be more intentional about meditating on the scriptures because in it is actually where um the word my word for the year 2022 that yeah. is good in a way so so how would I so how how so the way I so the way I've decided to engage the scriptures more um intentionally is to make it a habit to um to always more like the way I reach for my phone to um snack on um, notifications, check um reply this, uh check this status to do that with the scriptures um I've highlighted through my reading. The way I, the way it works for me is Every morning I do my Bible reading, I highlight some scriptures, I take notes on some scriptures, but I don't visit those scriptures until only God knows when. So reviewing during last year, into this year, I discovered that there is there is a wealth of um, high, highlighted notes and notes that I've not really um, focused on so much. So what I decided to do now is um, every... Uh, when I have when I have that urge, when I have that um, sensation to binge watch, binge check a message, I could actually engage the scriptures by doing that. And how how did I learn that? That was yesterday or two days ago. After listening to the podcast that talked about uh, the last podcast, um, Mama Anu made mention of gospel coalition, yeah. the gospel coalition article. In fact, I googled that uh, about is it about what about, you know, is it? What uh, about, about is it? Yeah, so in in I've not even read it actually, but I found two other articles, and which was talking about um sorry I'm taking much time so talking about uh, building spiritual habits in minutes. Yeah. So I was so fascinated by how much I can do in three minutes, how much I can do in one minute, how much I can do in 15 minutes. She broke it down so practically that I saw that there was really no excuse for you not to engage the scripture or to or not to have the scripture behind your mind. Let me read, let me just read an excerpt from what you can do, what you can do in 30 seconds. She mm -hmm. said in 30 seconds, you can pray for a friend. Okay, he said in 30 seconds, he said that that's the time that it takes you to put on your shoe or to feed a pet. In those 30 seconds, you can pray for a friend. You can sing one verse of Amazing Grace. You can read a verse, a Bible verse aloud. You can read it. You can listen to it. You can subscribe for it to a Bible commentary. That's 30 seconds. In one minute, 
He said, what can you do in one minute? One minute is the time that it takes for you to load your um, laundry or to take a trash out. That's one minute. You can, um, you can read two verses of, from a hymn. You can write a Bible verse on an index card. You can give online to a, um, to a charity. You can tell your co-worker that you are, wor- you are sorry for being impatient. You can invite someone to church all in one minute. So it just so it just showed me um practical ways where I can just um engage. So I could just take one of those verses that I've highlighted during my Bible reading and just think about it. That's meditate, or just or just look at the scenario of that of that passage, or just think, or just be more intentional about thinking about the scriptures. And we all know that um what you build is what you become. So if you want to become, if you want to see Jesus more clearly, if you want to follow him more nearly, if you want to love him more dearly, then make sure that your mind is full of him. Mm-hmm. Whatever your mind is full of, out of that abundance, you would, you would live your life. You would, it would be more easy, it would be easier for you to pick his promptings and his speakings. It would be easier, you would be, be more open to his instructions. And that's it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Damilari. I like <clears throat> the practicality of that and, and how that, I mean, just seeing in practical terms that we can do so much, we are inexcusable, um, especially when it comes to our relationship with God. It's, it's very helpful. The statement I was looking for um, about the from the catechism is actually the Westminster Shorter Catechism. I posted it on the chat thread. And it opens with that question, what is the chief end of man? Every human being on the surface of the earth, what's the chief purpose of our existence? It's simply this, to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. You know, to be spiritual, many people want to just stop at that point of to glorify God. But that's not all that God is after. He's actually after us enjoying enjoying him is that part of enjoying him that actually gets me zephaniah 317 describes god as someone who sings for his people he sings over them he rejoices in us the same way he's excited about us and sometimes you know it's even difficult for you to begin to wrap your head around the fact that god is excited about you given what you know about yourself of which he knows what you know about yourself much more than you know it because he knows deeper than you do know. And yet, in spite of all of that, he, he exalts to the point where the psalmist was confused and asked to, he had to wonder, what is, what is man? What's so special about man that you are mindful of him? Because we share something, we enjoy something even the angels do not enjoy. We enjoy something that no other creation or creature of God enjoys. We are the only ones that are made in his image. We are the only ones with whom he can fellowship. Bible says the angels are actually picking to understand that mysterious relationship that we share with him. He will give us yet another chance and yet another chance and yet another chance, but he wouldn't give the devil a second chance. Have you ever thought about that? We are, we are special to him and not because of anything we've done, just because he delights in us and he expects that to be mutual. He expects us to enjoy him as such. And that's, that's what I'm ruminating on and just thinking, how can I 
enjoy God more and you can't enjoy him without glorifying him. It's linked together. You can glorify him without necessarily enjoying him, but I don't think you can enjoy him without giving him glory because to enjoy him is to, is to have this clearer picture of who he is. And indeed, that would make you more and more humble. That would make you more and more like, oh my God, how, how could I possibly deserve this? And that would make you want to live in a way that does nothing else than glorify him. Anyways, I would pause again yet on that and open it up again. Does any other person want to share? What would it look like in your own context? Dam Larry has given us in this context. What would it look like for you to engage more with the scriptures this year, to see him more clearly, to love him more dearly, to follow? Damala, go for it. So um, over over the years, well, yeah, over the I think there was a particular podcast, um, I think not alone or something that was about comparing or is it no um, um also a big podcast I think about comparing yourself with others and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it got me thinking that really like I feel like over the years I've been more about like just comparing myself with others spiritually instead of actually really just. I mean, it's still it's still something I'm really just learning to be not to get worked up because I mean I go to, I check Instagram and see people that all their posts is like there is a really nice picture of them or just something abstract and then you see the long caption I was talking yeah. about how they're able to construct a well proper from a story mm. and then to the Bible and then like how how loving it just like reading all those things and then it's like and then I just think to myself that wow. Like I'm not even anywhere close. Like now just, just maybe post some five lines, just what I think comes to my mind, or sometimes mm-hmm. it makes sense. Sometimes I believe every time it should make sense, but then it's like it just like their own just seems so like I don't know, it just seems like they are just high up there. And me, I'm still mm-hmm. like, for example, like they already they've already got the master degree, and me, I'm still like in primary two. <laughs> like it just feels that way to me. So it's like so going like this year and all of that, like just starting this new year, and then it's like, I want to be more serious, of course, but then it's like, I also need to compare myself less with these people and just like you mentioned now, enjoy, mm. enjoy my work with God, because in the end, it's, it's me and God, it's not me, God, and these other people, like, it's really just, it's really me and God, of course, these other people are also involved because my relation with all these people also affects or has an impact on how I relate to God anyways. Mm-hmm. So, okay, then starting this year, my year started on a rough note. I fell sick on the night of the first day of the year. And then it just, it just felt like it was just cascading downwards. Like it was just getting worse and worse and all of that. And then after the first week, I just decided to just come up with the idea of having a Bible verse every week and then a song attached to it mm-hmm. so this is just me now trying not to look too much at the sometimes i even just leave instagram or any social media so i don't get myself too into <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, Antian said the other time when she mentioned people posting a cup of tea and all that in the podcast and then how <laughs> you want to also repost that kind of thing and all of that kind of so it's like not getting all those things in my head and just really 
So, and then what Darren mentioned about the old 30 seconds thing, one minute no. thing. So no. why sometimes I may wake up late and then maybe I'm unable to do my regular 20, 30 minutes prayer routine in the morning. So it's like I have a Bible verse that I have for the week and then it's like I just keep ruminating on it like different times of day. I just go to my phone, look at the Bible verse in different translations and then I just let it sink in. Okay, for example, this week was, this week is Lamentations 3 verse 22 to 23, which talks about God's um, God's compassion and how is, yeah, and great, yeah, just a, great is his faithfulness. And then my song was um, Promises by Maverick City. Great is your faithfulness. Yeah. So really, like, I just really want to just enjoy my work with God and not get worked up. But if anyone can also help me with that, because really, like, the, it's hard to not compare. It's hard to not. And at the same time, I also don't want to feel com feel too comfortable at where I am right now, because yeah, I also believe yeah, yeah. there is always room to get better, to study my Bible more intentionally, and to also move forward in my work. With, yeah, okay, sorry. Sorry that I'm taking too long. But then another thing I feel like I'm also trying to do is to, is to pray every prayer with a scripture. Mm. So it's like, I don't just want to say, oh God, please I heal me. I now check scriptures that talks about healing. Mm. So it's like, I'm also trying to also know more Bible verses and let them really sink in for mm. me. That's brilliant. Well done. Thank you so very much. That's very helpful. Part of the reason why I'm putting us on the spot without necessarily putting us on the spot anyway, you are volunteering. But part of the re reasons why I'm doing this is in sharing like this, <clears throat> one, you are helping yourself think through what you actually think you are doing, which, which heightens your intentionality. But on the other hand, for those of us that are listening and listening to what you're sharing, you are also giving us ideas. The Holy Spirit has raw materials to work upon. Um, as to say, for instance, mm, that's something you two can consider, um, or that's a tip to this other part where I've been feeling lax that can become an antidote to that kind of laxity and things like that. So thank you very much. That's helpful. Bro, Dan Larry, Oshoro. I hope I'm pronouncing it well. Can you unmute yourself, sir? <laughs> yeah. Oshoro or Oshoro? I'm used to different variants, so it's okay. <laughs> so, but it's Oshoro, the right, the right pronunciation is Oshoro. All right. Um, yeah, just because I'll be dropping <laughs> off soon, I just wanted to share a bit. Okay. Um, so for me, <clears throat> if there's anything I've learned more, you know, after being a father, that is after having my, my first child mm. is, I mean, God has used her to teach me relationship with him. Mm. Mm. God has used some scriptures to show me that. So scriptures like, if you know how to go, give good things to your, to your mm. children, mm. what more, you know, how much more, you know, scriptures like, if I can die for you, mm. what more can, can I not do, right? So for me, I think the, the, the point I'm moving on to is to then <clears throat> almost like take scriptures literally. Mm. And I don't know how much more 
I can even break that down. So I want to take scriptures literally. So one scripture I'm engaging literally, for instance, um, and I've started engaging it like some halfway last year and up till now is the scripture that talks about Sorry, I don't I don't know if I can say that in English very well. You Let know. your thanksgiving out outweigh your requests. Yeah. You know, so I go to, to the place of prayer or to, to the place of um, intimacy with God right now with more thanksgiving. I just want to, I just want to thank him, thank him, thank him. You know, I'm even thanking him for the things he hasn't done yet. I'm thanking him ahead. Um, at a point, he, he introduced um, fasting and prayer for thanksgiving. I couldn't understand that in the first, in the first mm. place, like... How do you fast and pray just to give thanks? You know, so I, I know that um, sometimes I, it sounds, even to me, it can I can sound a, a bit um, on the off on the towards that side of um, of the of the higher, but then sincerely, that is just the way it has been for me for for some time. You mm. know, like I said, since I had my child. God has more or less been using her to teach me relationship with him. And mm -hmm. sincerely, I've had such a, such a wonderful time. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. That's very helpful. I think I saw someone else's. Okay, praise. Yeah, go on. All right, good evening. Okay, so for me, one major thing was um for how to study the bible more this year um well for me last year i did more of listening to a lot of messages podcasts just listen along like when i'm walking i listen mm -hmm. listen listen yeah well that is good it, it i just it, i was just even thinking of this bible i used when i was in school university mm -hmm. <laughs> the bible is done now i think i'm using another one now there'll be times I would just remember a, a particular verse of the scripture and I might not even know where it is, but once I carry that Bible, I would find my way. I'll be like, okay, I think I saw it at this part of the scripture towards the ending of the Bible. And before you know it, I would find exactly what I was looking for. But recently I find it hard to remember um, particular scriptures. I know it is in the Bible, I have to use, <laughs> there's this app I have on my Bible and search with keywords, then it yeah. finds it for me. So I found out that I did more of listening. I don't open my Bible. Like when I'm listening to messages and they call scriptures, they quote it, I just listen. So I don't open my Bible to actually look at it myself. So for me this year, I, I, I've decided to be intentional about opening my scriptures, opening my Bible when I hear scriptures being read and look at it myself, know where it is in the Bible, because it actually really helped me then. Like, I might just be thinking of something and I'll just be like, if I carry that Bible, I'm sure I'm going to find where what I'm looking for is, like, I would find it. I will I even remember the, the, the particular buyer I used to mark that portion of scripture. And all. So for me, that's just it. Like, opening scriptures, when I have, when I'm, chance of course like if my physical bible is with me but that doesn't stop me from still listening to messages and all but i'm i want to be more intentional about opening my bible and looking at the scripture myself 
you very much. Um, I'm also keeping an eye on the time. Sister, I know it looks like you wanted to say something. Yes, I've been trying to find raise hand button here. I can't find it. Uh, I mark for you. Go on. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to respond to something, Sister and Damola said about how that, <clears throat> that she needs help with not comparing ourselves with people. Yeah. And the way we, you can do that is to have your own group, your own person that you're accountable to with your reading. So obviously, if the two of you are struggling, if if you miss today, she miss tomorrow, and Kimiko, you know you can't, there's nothing to compare. You can only encourage each other to go. And this person is perfect. Hopefully their perfection will help you along. But having someone or two people that you're doing it together with, it would help. That way you wouldn't you won't feel the urge to look outside to see what other people are doing. And even if you see it, you won't you'll find that over time it would it would it would um the impact would lessen. You might see long quotes of perfect Bible with your earphone on, listening to whatever they are listening to. You will just scroll past like, oh, whatever. Oh yeah, praise God, but whatever. <laughs> you just move on like that. So you, you might want to try that. Just find someone you want to do it with. And that would lessen the urge to compare yourself with another. Yeah. Thank you very Thank much. You. That's a helpful tip. Yeah. Um, sister Ife Adair. <clears throat> Good evening, Pastor. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Um, this year, uh, I just want to be intentional by enjoying God's strength. Mm. That's how I want to enjoy God's word this year. Because I think, like, uh, the test, the panting, the yawning, I know it's only him that can satisfy it. But then sometimes you feel like, oh, I feel, I feel like he wants me to do more. I, I, like beginning of this year, he's been very like, I'm like, I know you're a loving father. It's not that you're hard on me, but I, I know that yes, you hold me with a strong hand and then you pamper me. Mm? Mm. That's how you correct. And I'm loving it. Um, but then I'm telling myself, encouraging myself at all times that this is what he's doing. He's a loving father. Mm -hmm. He's just trying to tell you, I'm telling you to do this now, and I want you to learn that. So it's not that he's trying to be pushy. He would never be pushy. He wants you to learn with unforced rhythm of grace. Mm -hmm. So I'm just... I'm praying, I'm still talking to him to help me to enjoy while I'm studying the world, while I'm listening to those resolutions and everything. So I enjoyed that on first reading, mm. to just be there with him and yawn and test and just know that he's, only, he's the only one that can satisfy it. Mm. And try to listen, try to enjoy listening to him and I'm sorry, how everyone is just, I've just been thinking of my life. <laughs> everyone was talking about, I've just been thinking and everything. I've just been telling him, I want to enjoy you more and more. Yeah. But please help me to learn that, you know, I know you're panting. I know you're saying, 
like Joel, there, there was a time first week of January, he gave me some directions. I also talked to some people and then I felt oh, maybe it's not the right time to talk to them. I was like, oh, maybe I was thinking it was my own, um, like the assignment is for me. That's actually what I was thinking. And mm. then the Holy Spirit pushed, told me again that it's actually not for you. I just want you to say it, you know. But the time it takes for me to listen, it just takes too long. And I don't want to, I'm trying to tell myself, that doesn't mean it's just telling you, it will still tell you, it will still remind you. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be too hard on yourself. You don't have to be too, just enjoy that as a loving father. In as much as you continue to pant after him, you continue to test, you continue to run and flee away from those past ruins. Just rest, rest at his feet if you're lower. Don't be too hard on yourself. Enjoy wanting to pant after him. Enjoy him being your loving father. And yeah, I pray so. Amen. Mm. Thank you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, brother, brother, before you go on, uh, just, I just thought to also mention, as Sister Ibe was sharing, um, God was expanding or the Holy Spirit was expanding the, the definition of enjoying God in the manner of speaking was unpacking it further in my heart. That this, this you know, sometimes on this side of eternity anyways, when we think of enjoyment, you think of someone that is in the Caribbean, on the island and just sipping something under some tree and feeling cool and all that. Uh, but but the enjoying God parts of it, I mean, if you want to put it in context of every believer, if you don't even want to do that, just go to Hebrews 11 and look at all of those people that are listed as people that are pleased God, enjoyed God, if you will. It's not all of them that you like to claim what happened to them, <laughs> what happened to you. Um, because enjoying God really is, it comes out of seeing him more clearly such that even when you are going through what other people would see as painful, sorrowful, whatever, unpleasant and all that, you still find the joy in it. So enjoying God will not always look like you are being pampered. Enjoying God will not always look like God is smiling. God can frown at you. <laughs> darkness can veil his face away, like that hymn says, when darkness veils his face away, I'll lean on his sustaining grace or something like that. The, 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 the reality is, come what me, because I have seen him clearly in Christ Jesus, in his word, I can always enjoy him in spite of what I'm going through by leaning in to obey him, to yield to him, to trust him. And of course, he ends in prosperity and in being glorified. So yeah, running broad. Fonshaw Adelike, sorry. And then Sister Nike. Sister Titi, you raise your hand and put it down. We'll come back to you as well. <laughs> Bro, Fonshaw, please. Um, uh, uh, good evening, everybody. Good evening once again. And um, it's, yeah, it's a very great privilege for me to be part of this um, family. Okay, very quickly, let me uh, take it from um, where we started from the New Year resolution stuff. Personally, for me, my birthday marks the new year for me, mm. every time of the year. Mm. So that's that's the time I believe that I'm starting a new year. It doesn't matter. 
because mm. so at that point I begin, I have an assessment of my life in the past one day improved. Sincerely, everyone who has spoken today has picked one thing or the other that um, directly impacts my life. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a particular thing I've been struggling with, I will confess. Mm. Now, uh, some of us grew up putting Jesus in a box. I don't know if that makes sense. So it's been difficult getting him out of that box. There's this confinement mm. that we have. There's this picture that has been painted to us. So yeah. some of the time, the moment you see something outside that picture, you begin to question, come, is it actually Jesus? <laughs> so for me, the enjoying God part is now coming to see the dimensions mm-hmm. of Jesus. Now, the experience of Daniel was different from that of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were the same Hebrew men, mm-hmm. but they had different experiences. Now, God has been bringing me to a place of studying all of those Bible characters and coming to understand that he deals with different people with different dimensions. Yeah, yeah. That's one part. The other part is this. I'm a reader. I'm supposed to be a writer, but I'm a listening one at that. I have more than short write-up that I've not completed for years. And I keep starting more and then pause at one point and then disappear again. Now, when God was opening my eyes to see something, he said, they shall know the truth, you shall know the truth, and the truth that shall set you free. Mm. Unfortunately, some truth have actually held us in bondage, myself inclusive. Mm. We know so many things, but yet we refuse to apply them, personally now. Because when somebody is saying something and I'm, I, I know that. I know that. And I'm asking myself, but you know this thing, why don't you do it? Mm. Mm. So that's, that's, that, that's that part where I am now. Oh, you hear this, you know it. You hear that. You know it. So what else? What have you now done with all the things you know? Mm. So this year I said, I'm not buying any more books. The ones that I've read, go and begin to apply them. Because every year I try to give myself a target of books. But I know it's going okay, there's, there's a library already. And then you have almost forgotten the things you have read. You have not applied any. Mm. So that's one part I'm visiting by the grace of God this year. And the last part, sincerely, it's been a difficult one, a challenging one for me, is parenting. When my brother just spoke, and um, Mommy Anu also said something in that line, when she was speaking, I was like, uh-huh, the girl, well done. Sincerely, for some of us, parenting is... Uh, is that dimension, especially if you don't enjoy the same thing while going up. So if what you didn't enjoy, if you are not careful, you might not be able to give it. Mm-hmm. So but with the kind of witnesses that we have around us now, the crowd of witnesses around us, I mean, the help that we have in a community like this, then it brings us, I mean, I feel safe being able to come here and say things and know that, okay, I'm getting a vibe and energy that is saying, now, you have to give feedback the next time you come, and then there's, okay, this is the progress I have made. Sorry, sorry, don't mind my language, please, I can be a little bit, um, so 
on the last note, because on the basis of parenting, when I began to do some research, this is one thing I started doing with my children. So every month, I started with that, that we would have a verse of the scripture and we turn it into song. So as they go to school every morning, we sing that scripture as song. When I go pick them up, we sing that scripture. That is if I am in a good mood. I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> Sometimes been... the children will notice that daddy, daddy is not in a good mood. So, so because of that, they just keep up the song, wanting a way to connect mm. with that because they know that it was daddy's idea. So if they should sing that song, no matter how angry daddy is, that we actually come down to their level. You don't want to say, no, I did not say that again. I did not sing that song again. That song is not good again for this time. You don't want to say that. So one way or the other, that God is using those children themselves to teach me. These are my submissions. Thank you very much. God bless us all. Thank you very much, sir. That's very, very helpful. Thank you so much. Um, I want us to finish in 10 minutes. That's um, by eight our time, nine Nigerian time. So Sister Nike. Over to you, and then Sister Titi, and we'll wrap up. Okay, hello, everyone. Hello, so good to hear your voice. So, yeah, so my, you knew, I won't call it a resolution, New yeah. Year resolution. It just me basically trying to take um, stock of my situation, where, and where I feel like, where I am, and where I feel I should be, and all that. So now it's kind of funny. As I'm listening to Ife's resolution, it mm. kind of contradicts this. So I feel like I kind of enjoy God so much to the extent. So I feel like I'm almost taking advantage of the advantages I get from being God's daughter. Mm. So I know that sometimes everybody have that sixth sense that you're about to do something that you know you shouldn't be doing or God kind of whispers that okay this place is going to go don't go and mm. then you're like ah yeah but I know God got my back and all that and you go anyway and something kind of happens to you but not so badly that it affects you too much but just enough to as a repercussion for God to tell you that I told you not to go there and this happened and next time listen but then the next time you kind of like, eh, I know that maybe probably something will happen, but God got my back anyway, and I do it anyway. And hand he touched me small, but just small enough for God to tell me that I told you not to do that. And you did it anyway. So this is like, but then now I'm I feel like I need to listen more to God when he tells me not to do something and not just take advantage of that, knowing that. Yeah, I'll probably do it and something probably happened, but I know God will take care of me. Mm. So it's kind of contradictory to what Ife said, kind of in a twisted way. But it just me feeling like I need to listen more to when God cautions me and not just take advantage of that knowledge that whatever I go through, I might go through hell, I might walk through whatever, but I do know that He's going to be there and He won't really let anything bad happen to me. So that's kind of the direction I'm going for this year. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well done. Thank you very, very much. I've been richly blessed and I'm richly fed as well. Um, Sister Titi, and then we'll, we'll begin to land tonight's conversation. Okay. Thank you, Pastor. Hi, everybody. It's good to see you again. Sorry I came late. You too. 
Um, I guess I just wanted to share that because sometimes I can be mechanical. I can be like a robot. So I last year, for example, read I was last year I read a book about reading the Bible, and I was supposed to spend thirty minutes every day, which will allow me to read the Bible twice, the whole thing complete twice. Mm. But it was just so intimate. I didn't read quarter, so let's start there. But it was beautiful. It was intimate. There was no pressure. There was no condemnation in my heart, mm. and. That at some I started something that was supposed to go one way, but it allowed me so much peace that it went another way. And I thought that you're just wasting your time. Nobody wants to read Bible verses every day, which helped me. I didn't know it was really helping other people as well. And then one morning I missed it. And mm-hmm. I got I think I got five calls. It was going on. I said, What what do you mean what's going on? They said they haven't seen Bible verse for today. I was like, oh. One of them said they hasn't opened this Bible in five years. You know, another friend of mine, a female, she, she, she didn't open it. She hasn't opened it. But that day we spoke for two hours talking about Bible. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just brings, it's not just about us and our own story. We, mm-hmm. have, we have a ministry that we don't even know we've been called to do, you know, and that might bless somebody else, which brings mm-hmm. me to our most important resource, which is just this book that gives life. Mm. And I know sometimes it's not me. There's some certain verses, especially in the Old Testament. One thing that made, made me stuck was I was reading from um, Genesis, Exodus, like that. And then when I got to Numbers, that Numbers, I read it for four months. Like, What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> so, God forgive me. No part of the Bible is boring. <laughs> but what I'm doing now this year is I start, I just start reading I'm doing the chronological one. So I said, and Pastor mentioned in other like, I did the same thing. I started with Genesis, and then after 11 or one verse, I carried me to Job. I finished Job now. I'm back to Genesis. Like, yeah. it's telling the whole story. And some of it is getting me angry with um, you, you, <laughs> Abraham and Sarai and the, the, the slave girl. And I'm like, and God was even fighting me. There was like, if what you just do in love i don't I, I don't know we should also hold on to that what, whatever we do in love even if it looks wrong to everybody else might not bring us condemnation because we have the right intentions to doing it so if we just have in our mind that we want to read the bible and i find myself when the when the year when this year started i'll wake up in the morning i'll be so eager i'll read i'm like ah, let me read tomorrow's zone too because you don't want to stop but yeah. these days because of life situations, those of us that are married, work and all of that, and projects like um, Damala said, you wake up some mornings late, you're not able to do your usual routine. And mm-hmm. at night, I'm not looking, hey, Ulua, it's not yet 12 midnight, I can still do it. It now feels like a chore. But once you start reading it, once you just get that first verse, you realize you, I can't stop again. So I, I just feel like we should, we should just let it flow and truly enjoy it and not make it like a job, you know, like, ah, Hey, let me carry my Bible again today because you don't know which enemies. No, it's like a true relationship with God and just to study. And I guess, okay, my, my word for the year is swiftness. And I've seen that it's not just about do this year, forget about last year, which I started in 2019, I think. So that was intentionality, moving into persistence and to do it now. So I'm intentionally persistent in doing it now. And that doing it now is that swiftness for me this year because I can put things off. People that just excel at things, they're like, if I do it last minute, it'd still be great. Mm. But <laughs> 
instead of putting it off, I realized doing it at the right time, it, there's just this beauty, sorry, I'll round up. There's just this beauty in doing it at that round time, at that right time, excuse me. So um, just, that's what I'm working on now, just to get it done as soon as possible. I was already late and I was thinking, should I still, should I still join now? Mm. And I joined because my mind was not there. We don't have to overthink it and make sense of it or just make an excuse for it. Just mm. do it now. And yes, yeah, so um, lap, end of, towards the end of last year, God told me to just be quiet. And I didn't know that that was going to make me find my voice. Imagine mm. finding your voice while being quiet. So yeah, that inner sound, that inner, you know, Holy Spirit, just talking to us intimately by studying the word of God and understanding who we really are, because we think we know who we are, but we are so contaminated by our parents, our friends, our environment that reading the Bible, reading the word of God, something just, we already pre-programmed. So it just quiets the noise and make us hear God better. Thank you. Thank you very, 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 very much. And thanks to everyone. I know that. Okay, sister, no 30 seconds. So I was going to say that we've not heard from the clan of Maduboike. <clears throat> and <laughs> we need to hear from our chief so that we know what's going on in the clan. <laughs> okay. 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 Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can. I, I was contemplating if I should speak or if I should not speak. But because of time, I just said, let me hold it to myself. Um, I'm just going to say a few things. And Sister Titi, God bless you as well uh, for being vulnerable to mm. talk about some of the struggles we face. But one thing I know that is, one thing I want to say is that the scriptures is a spiritual, is a spiritual warfare in the sense mm. that if you want to read the scripture, sometimes you don't read it like you're reading your lecture notes because it's a spiritual thing. I was studying um, the book of Isaiah and I got to a particular point, I was confused about what's happening. And when I got to work, I was now meditating on it, reading it uh, over and over again. Mm. And I saw a link between that and the New Testament because Jesus quoted Isaiah and the, the apostles a lot. So he quoted, I, I don't know if that's one of his favorite uh, uh, prophets, but he quoted um, Isaiah a lot. And I saw him quote that particular scripture. And then one of the things I screamed was, wow, the Bible is a complete book. Mm, mm. In the sense that reading numbers, you may not get the gist in numbers, but by the time you get to Matthew, you see Jesus quoting that man shall not live by bread, which is something in numbers. Mm. And it gives you a clearer view of what the numbers is, is talking about. And that's one thing. And then one thing as well, I want to also speak about what uh, Damola said as well about um, comparison as well is if you look at the book of Isaiah chapter six, the Bible says that when um, uh, the, during the, 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 the what uh, stuff of King Uzziah and whatever, yeah. the Lord uh, God the God opened up himself to uh, Isaiah. I think he was in a vision, and mm -hmm. he saw the Lord. Now, if you study Isaiah chapter one to Isaiah chapter five, you'll see where he was saying, "Woe to you, woe to you that." Sure, mm. my brother posted something. I said, I I've never seen it. Isaiah 5.22. Woe to you that drink and mix drinks and all that. He was woeing to people and woeing to people. When he got to Isaiah chapter 6, he saw the king of glory and saw himself mm. with God. And mm. what did he say? Woe to me, me. because I've had an unclean lips. Mm. 
So we need to come to a point where we use the word of God as our standard and not human being as our standard. Because if I use Pastor Allah as my standard, and tomorrow I see Pastor Allah drinking tea when we are meant to be fasting and praying, then what should I do? I'll lose hope. So, but I need to, <laughs> so I need to do what? Use God as my standard, the word of God as my standard. And this is what my new year, if I have to put a new year resolution, is just being intentional about what I do. You know, being I'm trying to carry over some of my intentions for last year. There are some books I said I was going to finish that I've not finished last mm -hmm. year. So I want to actually finish before I set a new okay. one. So for this year, I'm kind of not rushing out to do some new projects. I want to finish some. I've got some projects from last year that I was not able to achieve them all. So I want to really finish it up. But in addition to it, is that's statement of meditating on the word of God day and night, mm. you know, that's just, uh, that's what I want to say. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. I know that if we open it up, we'll continue to have things to share. Um, this is something that is very live, very practical and relatable to all of us. Um, but if there's anything to take away, remember that question and answer. What is the chief end of man to glorify God and to enjoy him forever, not just for a while, not just for a day, not just for an hour, but to enjoy him forever. And so we have the rest of our lives to do that. There is no pressure. You have the, the rest of your life literally to do that and all of eternity to continue to enjoy him. Let's take it a step at a time, a day at a time, at the impulse and the speed of his divine direction and his enabling grace. And we will be who he wants us, who he wants us to be, being transformed into that image of Christ from one level of glory to another. Amen. Um, just to give a, a kind of heads up as to some of the things to expect for the year in terms of um, the mass, um, this month, this is the only meeting we're having this month. Our next meeting moves on to next month. So this month, we've kind of touched on making friends with the Bible, engaging the Bible um, practically as we journey on into the year. February, we're going to talk about relationships. Every of our interactions and conversations will be centered, of course, with this backdrop of we want to be in God's word, but also be very relevant and relatable and practical to whatever is going on in our world. March will be on parenting, so we'll make sure that um, Brother Fonsha doesn't miss that. <laughs> April, we'll be talking about resources that has helped us, podcasts and things like that, that other people can also plug into. May will be on career. June will be about our salvation, just relishing the fact that we are saved and what that should mean for us now going forward. And July, perseverance. August, we'll just have some interactive sessions around things that can inspire us. September, Christian faith and church history and question and answer and all that. October, we'll talk about movies, spotlight a few movies that has blessed our lives and, and maybe recommend some to some other people. Then in November, we'll talk about some topical issues around gender, men, women. <clears throat> and then in December, we'll engage in an activity to challenge ourselves and just give the year a beautiful end as God will help us. 
this will be detailed out into who is doing what at what date, and we'll see that on the group or as a personal message for those that are not on the group. There's a broadcast list that I created so that I can at least ensure that all of us are getting um, our messages and our reminders for our meeting dates. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Let's pray. I don't know if I missed any, anything. Auntie, I know any other announcement? No, sir. All right, let's pray. Father God, we are grateful for a beautiful start for 2022. Thank you because in our few minutes together, you're already taking up the scales. The Bible says when Paul had an encounter on his way to Damascus and saw the light that shone so bright, brighter than the noonday sun, the light that slept, that slapped him off his eye horse and made him prostrate flat on the ground, the light that blinded him for three days. The Bible says eventually when he was prayed for, things like scales fell off his eyes and he began to see this Christ that he was persecuting in a brand new way with deeper revelations than many of the other apostles. We are asking for such an experience that whatever scales, whatever boxes, whatever limitations, whatever shades might be limiting us from seeing you clearly, right from now that you begin to take them off so that this year, more than ever before in our lives and our experience, we can see you more clearly from your word and love you more dearly, holding on to you more tightly and following you more, more nearly every single day, every single hour, every single season as we journey on together. This is our desire, oh God. And we receive your grace to make it happen. To you be all the glory and praise. Perfect all that concerns us. And let our needs be, let your grace abundantly meet our needs much more than we could ever ask for. To you be all the glory in Christ Jesus' unfailing name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.